And we are here at the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame induction dinner with 2008 Philadelphia Phillies World Series champion Jamie Moyer. Jamie, it is great to have you on and thrilled to have you back in the city of brotherly love as it should be. You getting inducted into the Hall of Fame this evening. Well, it's great to be back, and it's a huge honor to be here tonight being inducted into the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame. It's, uh, you know, it's funny, I mean, this whole situation because – a lot of the people that I feel like I'm being inducted with tonight, mm -hmm. uh, I grew up watching as a teenager. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of a thrill for me to be here. Yeah, well, let's take it back to a big part of the reason that you're here, one, being a Philadelphia native, and two, being part of that 2008 Philadelphia Phillies team. Part of one of the crazier games in Philadelphia sports history, of course, the deciding game over two nights uh, against the Tampa Bay Rays. Take us back to that experience, to that time frame? Well, I mean, as we all, you know, everybody has their own story, right? And uh, that's what makes it so unique and so fun. But uh, from the player's perspective, or from my perspective as a player, um, you know, the weather wasn't uh, cooperating overly well with us the whole time, basically, we played here. Um, but that's part of it. You know, that, that's part of the World Series when you're playing outdoors in the fall, right? You never know what can happen. And, uh, you know, it was... You know, the whole experience was, was a positive, great experience, obviously, because we won. But, you know, the games that we played here, um, you know, were affected by weather. You know, we either started late or games were interrupted by weather, and we mm -hmm. finished the next day. Um, so, I mean, it was different, but I don't think there was any point uh, dealing with the weather that it affected us as a team. Uh, you know, as a, as a unit of 25 players and a coaching staff, you know, I think we felt like we were going to win, uh, just a matter of how and when. Right. And you did win. And we did. You were a big part of that. Yep. What was it like? I mean, that was obviously one of the greatest teams in Philadelphia history and being part of a tremendous pitching rotation that continued to evolve mm -hmm. over the next few years and really built this team into a consistent contender deep into the playoffs. What was that like being part of that initial foundation? Well, you know, when I, even when I came over here in, in August of 2006, you know, I think that nucleus had been created. Um, you know, with, with that being said, you know, Pat Gillick, you know, kind of, I don't want to say manipulated, but tinkered with, you know, adding and subtracting players and brought in some key players. And, you know, I think as a pitching staff, we were developing, we were maturing, we were growing as individuals and as a staff. And, uh, again, you know, we brought in guys like Scott Ayer, J.C. Romero, Brad Lidge, you know, which our bullpen, you know, and if you watch any of the World Series this year, you see how important a bullpen is. Uh, but, you know, we did it as a unit. You know, as, as starting pitchers, I think everybody contributed. And as a bullpen, you know, we did a, a fantastic job from the pitching side of it. And offensively, you know, I think it speaks for itself. We had some, we had some big horses on this team. We had some team speed. Uh, we had some guys, that, a lot of guys that could hit the ball over the fence. And we played pretty good and pretty consistent defense. So, I mean, you look at baseball and you, and you, and you look at those things that I've just mentioned, you know, to be a winner, to be consistent, uh, you have to have those things on a consistent basis. And you see that now across baseball with some of the teams that had tremendous years, Boston Red Sox winning the World Series. They're treating it a little bit differently, though. And there's a yeah, new emphasis yeah, yeah. placed on the bullpen, yep, and yep. the starter going five right. innings in the playoffs yep, is yep. a little bit of a deep outing. Yep. As a former pitcher and a guy who 
played in the World Series and throughout the playoffs and had those key pressure moments after a full 200-plus inning season. What do you think about this change in philosophy across baseball? Well, I mean, it it probably doesn't really matter what I think, but I I think in the long run it's going to change the game dramatically. Um, You know, you you watch some of these baseball talk shows. They talk about, um, you know, the, what do they call it, the rover I think they're talking about a rover instead of a starting pitcher. Um, you know, I mean, to me, they're messing with the history of the game. And I, and I get it. You know, the game evolves. It continues to move forward and it continues to change. But we're seeing major changes, I think, right before our eyes. And, uh, you know, they, the World Series was exciting. Um, but, again, it's, it's not baseball as we know it. So, again, I think I, I hope the fan base, you know, doesn't change as a whole um, but again they're, they're trying to reach out to the, young, the younger generation so this may be the way to go it's just you know I'm not necessarily for it but I'm not totally against it, it I think it, it will have to kind of grow for me it'll have to grow on me I, I just think you know there's there's a big value you know, look the way I look from the pitching side there's approximately 1600 innings that need to be picked up by a pitching staff per year on every team Who's going to pick up those innings? And right. if, if you have a, uh, a solid, consistent starting rotation and you're give, going to give those guys 32 to 33 starts, you know, you're hoping to get 180 to 220, 230 innings out of those five guys. So on average, if you got 200 innings, there's 1,000 innings. Now your bullpen only has to pitch, and I say only, it's a lot, but 600, approximately 600 innings. And to me, keeping the bullpen as fresh as possible is really, really important because you rely in the latter part of the game for the bullpen to get big-time outs. Right. So if they can stay fresh, I think they're, they have a better opportunity of being more consistent and staying healthier. But if they're being used like dish rags, you know, it's just going to shorten careers and you're going to see guys moving in and moving out. And again, you know, they've, you know baseball is kind of, you know, everything's power-related. So, you know, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's as much, you know, when I think of a pitcher, and I'm not basing it just on myself, I'm basing it on what I've seen throughout my career, pitchers who pitched, pitched to location, they were able to change speeds, they were able to elevate, they were able to throw chase pitches. Now it's just rear back and throw it as hard as you can for as long as you can. And, you know, when we think you're done or when the stats say you're done, you're out of the game, and the next guy's going to come in. Sure, right. So that's the difference in the game, and that's where it's going. You know, and I, I think the playoffs this year were quite evident of that. Sure, and I think another byproduct of that is these guys trying to rear up and throw very, very hard, and you're seeing more and more of an issue with elbow tendonitis right. and gets well, to the decision of right. may having to have Tommy John right. surgery with look, the UCL Look tear. at it this way. I don't care what activity you do. If you're asking 100% out of yourself consistently, mm-hmm. our bodies are not made to do that, right? So the longevity is going to become shorter, in my opinion, and I think that's become quite evident. You're seeing just as many injuries, um, and you know, with these injuries comes rehab, and some guys come back throwing better, you know, harder, mm-hmm. and some guys don't make it back. So I'd rather have a healthy player and have a longer career and teach him how to stay healthy or, you know, give him those, set him up to, to stay healthy and have a longer career. And now you're going to get somebody that's getting more repetition 
and then in the long run should be become a more consistent player with that repetition. Yeah, no, it's great thoughts and uh, very, very well thought out position there. Now, one more for you, and, mm-hmm. and I know that this is a night of celebration, obviously, for your time as a member of the Philadelphia Phillies, mm-hmm. but um, there was, a, of course, a teammate of yours in the Phillies family, Roy Halladay, that unfortunately passed away, and just wanted to get your thoughts and, and something that you had to say about, about yeah, that. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'll first speak to Roy. Roy was a, a great teammate. Uh, I, I looked at him as a friend. Um, you know, and, you know, the accident was very, very unfortunate and very sad um, for Roy, very sad for his family, uh, very sad for the baseball world. Um, I know Roy was doing some work with the Phillies at the time, um, and I'm sure making a big difference in working with, you know, the, the minor league pitchers. So, you know, uh, Roy's absence, you know, I'm sure is, uh, is something that uh, everybody feels. Um, and like you said, he was just a special person and a special teammate, and I really enjoyed the time that I had with Roy um, on and off the field. Jamie, good thoughts. Appreciate the sentiments. Thank you so much for taking some time, and congratulations once again on your induction. Thank you very much.